When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ole Speaks podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Danny, coming to you for episode 210. And if you want to listen to this episode, as well as all future episodes, feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it is Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and maybe not Google Podcasts because Google Podcasts is going away soon. And if you do listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to leave us a nice five-star rating and review. We are here to talk about Juventus. Playing another relegation battler, and boy, have those gone well lately. So, let me bring in here Sam Lepresti. Hello, Sam. Have you made the proper sacrifices? Uh, I, I, proper gods? I, I think I know what you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> no, not yet. No, not yet. Chucks, hello, Chucks. Hey, good evening, guys. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that question either, so... Um... <laughs> No, I've not, but I just, I don't know, have blind faith. So, yeah. Well, obviously, we are coming to you f- to look ahead to Juventus's game against Frosinone on Sunday. And uh, I think Sam might be alluding to the fact that either Juventus is playing like crap these last few weeks or the simple fact that it is a lunchtime kickoff in Italy, which means I am up well before the sun comes up where I live to watch yeah. this game. So, uh, with that being said, Obviously, Juventus come in on a very bad run of form over these last four games. Uh, as we discussed a few days back, all of two points over their last four games. So 
knowing that Juventus has not only struggled on the whole, they have struggled against relegation threatened teams and that Juventus will now be facing, as of this recording, a team that is currently 14th and all of three points above the relegation zone. We're feeling good, right? I guess. Not entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Convincing. Maybe, maybe so. I don't know. know, The games that we've had against Frosinone have been, you know, one very kind of fraught late game winner. And then there was the Copa quarterfinal where we just steamrolled them on the back of that Miller cat trick. But it's going to come down to, is this team going to, going to execute is this team going to be able to pick themselves up and finally say all right it's time to you know we're Juventus it's time to end this you know and to underlie that with the fact that you know we are going to have to deal with Matias Sule you know who's been one of the best attacking players in the league this season and Zobanenake has been having a good year too you know the Juventus Slonies have been having have been a positive for Frosinone this year but you know the the way that we've played these last, you know, three out of these last four games against three teams that have been no higher than two points above the relegation zone, if not in it, when we played them. And now Frosinone, you know, as you said, Danny, three points up. This is, as I said this uh, over the weekend, this is, you're in crisis right now. And if there's a time to get yourself right, it's against a Frosinone team that has just not had it since the new year. It just comes down to the fact to the fact you have to perform. There's nothing else to say. You have to perform. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with that. I mean, I take comfort in the fact that we're playing at home. And the last time we played Frosinone at home was, you know, pretty good, uh, pretty good outing. Oh, so, nice. what, what about the last time Juventus played at home, Chucks? Uh, that was not a very good outing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Similar quality opposition. So that. Sorry, I, I just want. I just. I just, I just wanted to give you a little. No, no, no. I mean, that's. I can't lie with the facts. That's that. Those are. Those are the facts. So um, yeah, I mean, I, like that's I said, the last takes... two times we've played at home because Empoli was also a home game, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes, it was. So, yeah. yeah. So. It's... All right, no we're, we're done beating up on you, Chucks. Continue. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, you know, it's, that's the line. I mean, that's, <laughs> uh, that's the truth. That's the truth. So I can't, can't argue with that. But like I said, I mean, I take some comfort in that. And just knowing that, obviously, how poor they've been and how poor away from home they've been. And that the last time we played them wasn't long ago. And, you know, again, that, that was a very good, you know, good outing. But just the psychological weakness of of the team right now means that you know us playing at home and against closing on and in such poor form it almost doesn't matter <laughs> because of just how poor we've been and how psychologically just yeah beat up we've been just you know going from title contenders to uh fighting for fourth place uh that's yeah very demoralizing yeah, so I guess, you know, you look at this, obviously we're recording this before Frosinone plays Roma, and as we're talking about before we hit record here, obviously Roma has looked, I would, I feel safe in saying better under Daniele De Rossi than they were in the final few months of, of Jose Mourinho, so oh, yeah. if, if, we, if we had to anticipate Frosinone dropping more points, I, I think we can say they 
there's a good chance they're dropping more points against Roma. Although, as we know from our friends over at Chiesa di Totti, there's also the fact that Roma happens. So, you know, yes, never, it does. you never truly know. But it's just, we talked a little bit about knowing what's lying in wait for Juventus. And that is obviously, uh, regardless of what form they are in, there's Napoli to begin March. And then there's Atalanta to begin March. And as we've talked about these last few weeks, with this winless streak now stacking up games, uh, these relegation opponents, they're suddenly more and more important. And now, as Juventus has seen the difference between second place and fifth place get smaller and smaller, now all of a sudden those bigger games against you know the Napolis of the world, the, the Atalantas of the world, they also get more and more important. And I don't know if you guys have uh, paid attention to who Juventus still has on the schedule, but after Frosinone, there is still Napoli, Atalanta, Lazio twice in the Copa, Lazio in the league, Torino, Milan, Roma, Bologna. Bologna. So obviously no three points are guaranteed, but suddenly you look at it and the teams in the bottom half of the table, like what we're about to see in a few days against Rosinone, those opportunities aren't necessarily going to be there very frequently beyond the month of February. So guess what? Suddenly Frosinone coming to Turin is more than just another chance to see what Matteo Sule can do against Juventus. Yeah. This game is almost a must win because you, you can't stop. You can't keep losing ground, especially with Bologna just not looking like they're going to stop. You know, Bologna, their next game is against, <laughs> ironic, their next game is against Hellas Verona. Yeah. We know a thing or two about them. We know we know a thing or two about that, and we know a thing or two that they probably will, considering the fact that they are playing very much not like us right now, we can kind of expect Bologna to get three points out of that game. And, you know, they're the team that we have to start watching right now. And you've got to keep that distance and not let them, you know, not give them the opportunity to close. Because right now they are playing like they are playing really, really well with a team that isn't all that different from last year. You know, in fact, they lost, you know, their minus Cambiaso from last year. I mean, and that says a lot about, about how Tiago Mota works as a manager. And, but if you don't get yourself right pretty soon, any talk about Tiago Mota becoming the manager of Juventus next year is probably going to go away because he's going to be managing in the Champions League and Juventus isn't going to be there. Plus, I heard he's been a target for Milan as well with, you know, will he stay or will he go, uh, Mr. Stefano yeah. Pioli? So, you know, we don't know, obviously, what's going to happen there. Firing Pioli would be such a dumb move for Milan. I'm sorry. There's, yeah. also, there's also going to be several other high-profile jobs around Europe that are going to be either open or potentially open. So I have a feeling Tiago Mota is going to be linked to jobs outside of Italy already because I believe he's already been linked with the Barca job. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, like you said, uh, Sam, I mean, this is very much a must-win game. I think one of the things we'll, you know, really need to pick up again, as we talked about last uh, last episode, uh, is just the attack. You know, our failures 
very surprising failures, uh, recent failures in attack, um, I think have been, you know, the cause of just extra pressure on the defense on the defense because there's just no real attacking outlet. We're just not creating enough chances that relieve that pressure and, or, and just allow the other team to be, you know, on the back foot. Yeah, we just we're just not producing up front, and that is putting all the brunt of the work on uh, on our defensive players. Yeah, I, I want to just go off of that real quick. Adrian Rabio said this after the the draw against Elas Veroni. Uh, he was saying, you know, we started playing a bit too late in the second half, and I think this is really what sticks out to me. We need to regain confidence and cohesion. So. Yeah, they, I mean, they obviously know what's going wrong. And I mean, you look at the results and the performance level and compare it to where it was a few, you know, a month or so ago heading into the Empoli game. And it's night and day at this point. But is that a manager thing? Is that a player thing? Is that a all of the above thing? Or is, I, I guess, what what needs to be done for this team to not necessarily get back to where they were in January? Because that, I don't know, that seems more of a, aberration more than anything at this point compared to how they played the, the other parts of the season, but just to get back on, on track. And like, like Rabia says, just get some confidence going again. The first thing I think is create those chances, create more chances. You know, Stefano Turati is no world beater in goal for Frozenone. And one of the things that has really been making things so tight I think has been those that lack of chances that we're creating because that forces the forwards to be so clinical. You know, it's it's very much I oh I need to make this shot because I don't know when the next time we're going to get down this in this part of the field is. Like you were saying uh, in the last episode, then. So I think being able to create those chances is where that confidence built that building of confidence starts. You know, I think that. You have to take the initiative in this game. I think one thing that that was a problem for for Juve was that for the first few minutes of the game against Hellas, they dropped a little too far back, and that gave the Hellas players the opportunity to, you know, to rev themselves up and say, "Hey, they're they're backing up. Let's see if we can pin our ears back and do this." You know, it also sends a, a different message to. To to your own players, so I think that you've got to, I think you've got to take the initiative in this game, and really just make as much work for Stefano Turati as possible. Because if everybody is just on tenterhooks from from the you know from the word go with just a razor thin margin of error, that that's where the the lack of confidence will start to breed, where where the anxiety will start to breed. And and the, the best way to gain confidence is to do the thing and achieve the goal, or in this case, score the goal. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't want to see Max Allegri falling back and trying to counter in this game, at least not until, you know, the 70th minute when you have a multiple goal heat. I think that it is really imperative that they just take this game by the by the collar and start shaking it for as much as you can. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. In a game like this against an opponent like Frozenone Chucks, I mean, they've, they're have they basically allowing the most shots of any team in the league. There's like a three-team cluster that are basically within a, a tenth of each other. They've allowed the second most goals in the league, and they're you know if if they score against if they get scored against by Roma, they officially will be at uh, allowing two goals every game. So you know when you're when you're still got a good portion of the season going, you're at the 25th match day, and you're allowed you're you're up to 50 goals allowed. That's not good. Okay. So I mean we've been saying it, we've been saying it the last few weeks, but if there is a get right game, this kind of feels like a get right game, doesn't it? It has to be, like Sam said, it has to be. Uh, the conditions are all there for it to be that game. But then again, I mean, the last four games were also walking, well, okay, <laughs> except for the intergame. But those games were also such that they were they were there for us to, you know, bounce back and to gain some confidence. So nothing is certain anymore. But yeah, indeed, I mean, this is really you really couldn't ask for a better game on paper to regain your confidence to score some goals and to get a victory. Now we just actually have to make it happen. Again, it's one thing if we were losing or or dropping points through like bad luck, you know, like let's say we're generating dozens and dozens of shots and it's just goalkeepers being amazing or just poor finishing. I mean, that's one thing. It's frustrating, but it's one thing. It's like the first game against Telas Verona where we had a, where Kane had two goals chalked off and Montipo was saving anything that came within reach. I was just thinking of that, actually. Yeah, I was just thinking of that game, actually, as well. Yeah, that was indeed, yeah, different. And, and you know, just the contrast with that game of, you know, I mean, obviously, this was last episode, I should have mentioned it. But, you know, the first, the contrast between the first Hellas game and the second one, where the first one, we were just kept on going, kept on peppering that goal, you know, really just did not give up. And then you know, got the goal eventually. And then versus the second game where, uh, I mean, it was just what basically two real chances created. It's just night and day difference. We, you know, we just need to go back to that first version of U of A to, yeah, just, just generate those chances. 
I mean, obviously, it's a little concerning that yield this is cooled down, cooled off a little bit. But then again, we can't be relying on an 18-year-old who is basically playing his first season as a professional football player um, to to bail us out. That's that's unacceptable. Yeah. So, Chucks, I guess when you look at this, obviously, Sule is the one who uh, will get a lot of headlines because of who his parent club is. Uh, and uh, and there also being rumors about just where he's landing in the puzzle that is next season's roster. But from a Juventus point of view, is it is there really anybody at this point knowing how they're playing that it's like, okay, I want to see them play? I mean, I know our, our boy Hunter has really kind of been hammering the Carlos Alcaraz uh, drum basically ever since he got here. And, and kind of like what I said on the transfer review thing, he's kind of the thing that gets me excited about seeing him is a little bit of the unknown more than anything. Uh, and then you look at how he played off the bench against Ellis Verona. It's like, Ooh, he can do some good things. So is it really just kind of the team at this point that's like, okay, just, just get better, just get better. You know, doesn't matter who's, who's next up on the schedule after Frosinone or not. Is it just like, please just start playing better because we know that this final two and a half months is not going to be easy by any means or yeah, two and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm optimistic about Alcaraz just because he, at least based on the very, very small sample size we've seen of him, he seems to at least solve kind of a problem we've had, which is just the attack. You know, he had some very good attacking contributions, which is really what we need right now. Men combined well with Chiesa and just, you know, that type of forward-looking mentality or, or talent, that's that's all we need right now, given that we are just not generating enough chances, as we've you know said uh, multiple times now. He's, so, he's, yeah. he's just a different midfielder than what Juve have had for pretty much the entire season. And it's not to, <laughs> obviously, we've said, you know, Weston McKinney has had a very good season. Rabio is the enigma that we'll never be able to figure out because, you know, he's not, you know, contract Rabio 2.0 is not contract year Rabio 1.0, even though he did score a goal against Elas Rona. And then, you know, Manuel Locatelli will do what he does. And, you know, he'll, he'll have some, some days where he's really good contributing to the offense. But at this point, he's more valuable defensively than he is contributing offensively. And I think, you know, that's, kind of Juventus's midfield in a nutshell, where just with their attributes are not all the same, but they're, there's a lot of kind of similarities there where as go back, what, 10 years ago, you mentioned Arturo Vidal <laughs> and, and the other guys that were around him in that midfield, you know, they all just work so well together. Plus they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, you know, yeah. Those once in a lifetime generations or those, once-in-a-lifetime kind of combination of players Yeah, that it's just luck to get those players at the same time to be at the same team. That's a privilege and uh, well, a blessing. Uh, one that we haven't had in a while, so <laughs> hopefully that so, will So would, would you, and we, we talked about it a little bit a few days ago, would you shake things up lineup-wise to hopefully shake something into Juventus? Yeah, yeah, I would. I'll probably give McKenney a rest because I think just every time he plays, I mean, he gives us, you know, 200% and we've really gotten 
very much out of him just physically and he looks every time we play him just physically yes pretty exhausted um so i think we're uh overusing him a little bit uh, even with just one game a week so giving him a rest i think will be okay to then the play alcas and of course the uh, ongoing discussion about Kostic probably would bench him indeed i would say yeah put on Zimoya and you know switch him and cambiaso and then bring on Ilian Jr. as kind of a wild card substitute, you know, in the second half. And third, possibly, yeah, the Yildiz versus Chiesa conundrum. Like I said, I mean, Yildiz is cool. That off. was my next question. Are you, yeah. I know you're not much of a gambling man. You're not much of a predictions man either. <laughs> so are you placing any kind of odds on there being Chiesa Vlavic Yildiz up front for more than eight minutes? Oh, case of love each other. Uh no, that's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> I, yeah, that's probably just not gonna happen. I know I I really I just don't think Max will throw the throw the dice like that. So no, I don't think next season perhaps. I think, yeah. I mean, I think after he's had time in pre in during preseason to test it. We're out, talking about this think, weekend, yeah. Chucks, not next season. <laughs> hey, hey, you want predictions for the future? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this weekend, no, no. No, I don't think so. I think it'll probably be the Yildiz and Vlavic from the start. And then Gaza coming on second half. All right. Well, hopefully when we talk to you guys in a few days, it's uh, Juventus getting finally getting a win in February on their last chance to get a win in February. And uh, we're not necessarily in a bad mood for yet another game recap episode uh, on a Monday. So we'll, we'll see whether Chuck's premonitions are right and all that good stuff. So thank you all for listening. Always appreciate it. Uh, if you didn't notice, Sam had to take off a little bit early because uh, dad duty called. So that's why it was just me and Chuck's landing the plane. So uh, if you want to, catch all episodes feel free to do so on your favorite podcasting platform whether it is apple podcast or spotify or somewhere else not named google Podcasts, that will uh, cease to exist in a matter of days uh, if you do listen on apple Podcasts or spotify feel free to leave us a nice five-star rating interview if you want to follow us on twitter feel free to do so at juventus nation on the twitter machine fans first sports network at fans first sn on twitter fans first sports.com so for sam for chucks for sergio and producer couch this is danny saying thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you guys in a couple of days 